0: Good morning. Welcome everybody! An exciting show here for the RC After Hours. Back in the studio again. Man, I'm I've been up since like five o'clock waiting for this thing to go. Coffee in hand, super excited. Come join us on Facebook Live, as you can see. For a few people have got up this morning and are already joining us. We are talking about the highly anticipated, and it is here, the Avios. C-130. It is in the studio. And yes, Eddie Black, it is not a myth. It is real. It is here. (laughs) And we're going to talk about it today. Super excited. So everybody hop in. Come join us on Facebook Live. We'll uh, answer your questions and get into some details with this beast because it is awesome. Let me tell you. So joining us today up in the Great White North is everybody's crazy... Canadian Andre Russo, good morning, and of course our special guest, and we have to have him on to talk about the C-130, is everybody's (laughs) favorite uh, Australian, Steve Neal,
1: hey, how are you guys, thanks for
0: joining us, Um, one thing,
1: there you go, (laughs)
0: Uh, one so. thing, real quick, before we get started, Mike Coolins is done deer hunting. He has filled up my freezer. <laughs> he was supposed to be here this morning. Unfortunately, he had a little trip to the ER early this morning. Nothing serious. He'll probably be out here in a couple hours, but uh, just wish Mike um, get well soon. Uh, he's, he was really bummed and and actually sent me a message from the hospital, the poor guy. Uh, So he's a little bummed he couldn't join us today. But uh, he should be back here in the next show because the deer hunting is done with. So uh, you know what? Let's jump into it. I I don't really even know where to start with this, uh, where to begin. But (laughs) I guess what we can do, Steve, if you want, uh, you guys actually did a pre-release for the C-130. So maybe we can talk a little bit about that, the direction you went in, maybe why you did what you did and how long it's going to be for everybody else that doesn't get one for the pre-release.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, so it was a, it was, we had to release the C-130 in an unusual way, unlike any other pre-sale. So we did, we decided to do it uh, with like a ballot system or a, you, you put your name down and then you get a chance to actually buy the C-130. So it's a little bit unusual and, we're extremely excited from the feedback that we've we, – uh, that we had from the people that put their name down. Um, yeah, we, we knew that the aeroplane was going to be extremely popular and now we know that the aeroplane is going to be extremely popular. <laughs> um, I think we're talking in the thousands of people who have put their name down for a C-130. Wow. Um the first day we had a few hundred and we were like, that's pretty good numbers for the first day. And then the a few days later we had thousands and we were just like blown away. So we were, yeah, um, we, we were expecting good numbers, but this is phenomenal numbers and it's, it's, it just shows the popularity of the aeroplane and what it's going to be in the future. We always know it's going to be a, a popular subject and a popular aeroplane. And, um people who have seen it, Chris you've seen it. Um there's a few guys who have got their hands on it now, but there's there's been four reviewers who have them and those four reviewers are blown away by the quality and the build. So it's been extremely good feedback from from the guys who've got their hands on it, which is great. So it's um um in regards to what happens next, basically we have um, on the 20th you will be the people who have put their name down for either a, a grey or a Blue Angels version, there'll be an email sent to you and then on the 20th you'll get that opportunity to buy the product. Um, that will last for the distance between when you're able to purchase the product to when it's going to go live full time. Mm-hmm. That, that date I'm not 100% certain on but all I know is there will be a gap in between products, um, uh, between those releases. And that is to make sure that obviously the guys that put their name down, um, obviously those models go to those people because it is a limit, Like it is going to be a, a very special release. The best thing I can say about this aeroplane is that they are currently in stock at all warehouses right now. So as soon as we're ready to go and rock and roll, these things are going to be sent. So we're very, very excited. Mm-hmm. We can wait to get these aeroplanes out because people are going to do some amazing things. Um, with all the different schemes and all the different possibilities, it's going to be
0: awesome. Um, now I'm curious to know on this initial pre-release, was it something you guys wanted to do to, to maybe gauge how popular this thing was going to be like, oh my gosh, it maybe it was more or less. It was it a gauge of some sort. So you guys had an idea.
1: No, the biggest thing is that we wanted to release it with some sort of – it had to have something special about it. This aeroplane is extremely special to the people who are behind it and – we, so we wanted it to be an unusual release. So we, we come up with a with it, and it was actually the marketing team that would have come up with it, obviously, um, and it, it had to be unusual. We wanted to do it something completely different than just a pre-release or just a release. So this is what, what we did. So it was there, were, there was going to be, you know, a different system of how we were going to, you know, produce this, this new way to do it. It was, um, it was just an unusual way that we wanted to do it, and, and obviously it, it's to, to build that anticipation of this product. Now, obviously, it's a it's 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 a marketing thing, and it, it, we're mm-hmm. completely open about that. Um, and when we know it's it, from the from the response that we've had back from the community, it's been it, the response has been phenomenal. So mm-hmm. it's um, yeah, you know, we've, we've had some people different forums mm-hmm. say you know that they're against it and they don't like the idea, but uh, we can just say that the results speak for themselves, and this airplane is just. I think Ian said that it. The other day on on the release itself we we have actually hit it out of the park or nailed it or whatever he said and it's 100% true so
0: right Um, now if anybody watched our last show uh, especially the live show they might have seen the C-130 box in the studio which kind of set the uh, internet into a spiral there for a little bit a um, couple of things. I got a lot of direct messages um, from a lot of people. One was price. Is there something you can give us or a rough idea what this airplane's going to cost?
1: From from what I've been told, <laughs> um, we're, we're looking at low three hundreds out of the international warehouse. Oh wow! So so, so it's going to be it's going to be reasonably priced for mm-hmm. the airplane that you get. And mm-hmm. for the for the amount of aeroplane that you get and the quality of the, the product itself, um, so you work that out with your exchange rate and everything else. You're, you're looking from a you know an international warehouse, or say from the US warehouse. Sorry, you'd be looking you know sort of right. mid to high three hundred range somewhere around there. So um, obviously this is all determined upon exchange rate on the particular days and everything else. So but but we do have a, an indicated price on the website on the um, when you get your email there is a, a a price that is that that will come out of the warehouse that you ticked mm-hmm. so,
0: steve yeah. is there any way your christmas lights in the background are not agreeing ah. with my camera any way you could flip them off maybe
1: <laughs> yeah hang on a second
0: all right way to kill the christmas <laughs> buzz, chris <press. laughs> well i'm even getting messages on the christmas lights in the background
2: there, is that better that is Friends fantastic on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you just wanted me to get up so you can have a look at the airplane yes. that's fine. there you go yeah, <laughs> that's and an awesome great t-shirt.
0: um okay time. steve the next question i have for you is a lot of people want to know if they don't get in on the pre-release do you have a rough idea when uh, the plane's going to be available for regular purchase
1: uh, we're sort of looking towards the end of this month.
0: Okay.
3: Um,
1: the actual – actual, it's not going to be that far away. I mean, like like I said, the the email will go out for you to purchase that airplane on the 20th, mm-hmm. and these products are actually in uh, – the C-130s are in stock in all warehouses as we speak. They're all ready to go. So we're um, – yeah, it's just a matter of – and like I said, there will be a gap between the initial buy and then when you're able to buy it, when it's announced – And then obviously we have the next round of promotion video and and everything else to go with that.
0: Right. And we're going to get into lots of details and the build and everything and what I went through. Um, But I just I have to let everybody know for what you're getting, like, you know, mid three. Three hundreds or low three uh, or low three hundreds out of the international for for that price and what you're getting and and you know when we talk about the intricate details and how the plane goes together and the build quality and everything I'm just telling you now it is so worth it when you see this plane in person and everything it, it's going to blow your mind so if, if you're on the fence of like eh, you know I want to see 130 but I'm not really sure pay the price. Trust me, just pay the price. <laughs> you will not be yes. disappointed. I just want to get that out there right now.
1: As a, as a C-130 mm. fan, like it's in my top 10 airplanes of all time. It always has been. Mm-hmm. And to be able to purchase what I can say is like a, an airfix kit, which is one that flies,
3: mm-hmm. the,
1: the scale detail is, is fantastic. It, it looks like Um, a model that should be on a a bench or hanging from a child's roof and yet it flies. It's fantastic. It's just like, I've got the gray one on the floor and I look over and I just smile because I know it's cool. It's it's such a cool looking plane. Uh,
0: Right off the bat, Bill Decker wanted to know if the aux tanks are also available for the fat Albert.
1: uh, Not in the initial release. Okay. So it is a, uh, an air show scheme and we wanted it to have that look of as though it was on an air show and it was doing its whole routine and stuff like that. So we decided to not put it in with the, with the initial release. Mm-hmm. I'll um, be available in the next release with the blue angels. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. If you, if you need a set, they will be sold separately.
0: Okay. Um, so, I think before we get into the plane, I'm very curious to know is as much detail and scale and everything you guys put into this plane, I'd like to know what kind of difficulties you guys had in, in the product development of getting the landing gear right or the shape right or you get these, the, the correct scale and maybe it wasn't flying like you really want. What It had to be some kind of Troubles with this thing to get it right because, and the only reason I'm assuming that is most of the other manufacturers we talked to didn't want to touch an airplane like this because we've been begging and begging for some kind of big, you know, C 130 or C 5 or some commercial aircraft 730s or whatever. And they're like, yeah, we just, you know. So, what were some of the problems or difficulties you had?
1: Obviously, with the C 130, um, we had it had to have retracts um, and if you remember the old GWS days where you had the old C-130 or the trans cargo, I think it was called, it um, it had fixed landing gear. Uh, to put retracks on this aeroplane meant we had to do it and we had to do it correct the front sequencing door and the way that the, the door slides back has to be done
3: mm-hmm. and the
1: way that we've engineered it, the way that it works, took a long time to get that front door to operate and close properly. Um, I don't know if you've had a good look at it, Chris, but you can see... There's a swing arm that swings the main cover, and then the the front door opens, and it's a sequencing system. Yes, and then the the, the rear door had to be. There's a lot of trial and error with the with the rear landing gear, and we've made it. Uh, it it's very strong. It's very tough, um, and the way that it closes and folds, the way that it comes back up with the one retract, and then it's all wide together, and it's 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 very tough. The whole leaning gear is modular, so you can pull out the main gear and then you can adjust it. If you do bend the gear, you Mm -hmm. can adjust it and then put it back into the aeroplane again. So that whole area at the bottom comes out in a modular form. So it's um, um, some of the engineering, the the wings themselves are extremely strong. Um, uh, I had one in the office that had been – We'd flown and it'd been damaged, and we had some things done to it, and we had some. So basically, I had to throw that wing away. And I went to break it in half, and I couldn't. I couldn't stamp it over my knee, so I was like, <laughs> "Holy cow!" So it's um, it's it's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. The, the, the main yeah, you can see it in the in the one of the slow-mos in the video. You can see the actual wing flex, but it's a thin 1.6 meter wing. Any airplane that's on a rough ground is going to bounce around and stuff, but this airplane is so strong. Mm-hmm. I've had this airplane do some maneuvers, which none of our customers are going to want to try and do. And it <laughs> handles, it, it handles extremely well. Like I'm turning, ta- I'm, I'm like I'm turning, I'm talking 120% elevator throw and wow. a complete a complete circle at full throttle. And the, I was waiting for something to go wrong, and it was like ah, this is awesome. So it uh, it uh, the the strength is fantastic. The design. Obviously, the, the, the look of a C-130 has to be correct.
3: Mm-hmm. You
1: can't make it not correct, especially with the back. If you have a look at a C-130 where the back tail actually lifts into the into the top part of the fuselage, right? it has an unusual – you can see the shape. It's got like a wider section to accept that cargo door, which opens up at the top. And if you don't get that right, the aeroplane just doesn't look right. So if you look at the, the fuselage, the, 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 the outline is perfect. It is – as close to scale as you're going to get out of a Mm -hmm. C-130. The way that we've we've put the tail on, so it's all modular and it fits together, is very unique. And with a plug in the back, so you've got one plug which plugs in the back elevator, rudder and light, and that one plug operates that, that whole rear power system. So it's got like two screws, two carbon rods, and it all screws and bolts together. Yeah, so
2: that uh, that that rudder servo setup alone. When Chris was teasing me with the photos during yeah. his setup night, I was blown. I'm like, that's brilliant. Yeah. like I like would never seen that 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 use of or just idea, and I'm like, that just it cleans the lines up. Mm-hmm. You don't have a servo sitting on the top driving your your rudder system we had a,
1: and everything. We had a rudder in the in the back of the tail, and it just looked chunky and looked i don't know i just i just the whole design was a bit wrong and um ian and albert one of our guys in china he um come up with this idea to put it underneath and um yeah and works through a rod which goes through the tail and connects through with a grub screw onto a mm-hmm. control arm and it all works really really well so it's
0: yes that was a brilliant idea and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more of that Steve, yeah. how many variations did you guys actually go through before you came up with the final
1: design? Um, there weren't that many to be honest. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest challenge we had was to go from 3S to 4S. Mm-hmm. We originally had three s um three s is very scale yep uh, mm-hmm. and you'd lose a lot of energy and and it would take off would would take a long time and it was it was and as soon as we put it on 4S, this thing just it become, it was just, it had, you know, it has probably too much power, mm-hmm. which is no one ever says it hasn't got enough power. So takeoffs, uh, uh, you know, you can climb out vertically and you can you can fly, it, you know, very fast. And it, it, but on 3S, it, it, it just demanded a bit more and you were constantly flying at 100% throttle. To um to do all that stuff, and now you can fly it at fifty to seventy five percent throttle. So that was the difference there. So obviously,
2: we we have that we have that argument all the time. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's got to fly scale," and I'm like, "You know what? If I'm gonna if I'm gonna be flying my RC plane, I want that extra bit of punch in the tank to to help me bail out when I do something stupid."
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, um, yeah, but no, obviously we we had a few tests uh, like CNC samples and that sort of stuff, but there was. There was only one of those, and we had. I've still got the original grey one in the garage. So the originals, and we've had a, it's had a hundred flights on it or more, mm-hmm. and it's it's still in the garage over there. So it's um, it's now used for spare parts, which is a bit of a it's, it's like a bit of a sad testament to the original one. But it's um, you know, the leaning gear is still all in one piece, and it's uh, done many, many flights off that leaning gear, and it's still there. So it's it, it shows the strength of the of the undercarriage if anyone has any questions about that yeah the uh, landing gear very very strong
0: yeah and I was you know I can attest to that too um when we talk more about the design looking in you know the cargo bay where the battery and receiver you can just see the massive amount of you know plywood yeah. metal and everything for the landing gear I was amazed yeah. um we're already getting several questions coming in about skis is there a set of skis coming for the C-130? Is there a set that you know of? Um, I knew it was coming.
1: Um, uh, the answer to that would be no. Like No skis for the C-130. But there's no reason why. You- I have seen before a C-130 where Lockheed, they wanted to do a design of a flying boat out of the C-130. Mm-hmm. So. Google that. Put a put a (laughs) bottom of the C one thirty and some outrunners, and you get your sort of flying boat C one thirty. They were going to use it for firefighting or something ridiculous. And um, yeah, it's uh, and I went past the local air force base where I I, I live, not that far from it. And there's a C one thirty. There's a H model back at Richmond, which is um, which which we haven't seen for a while because they've been discontinued for Australia for a little bit.
3: Mm -hmm. And so
1: there's. There's, a, there's actually a H model for here for to do some firefighting, see if we ever have any fires. Mm. So it uh, could give me some inspiration to go set some spot fires so I can see it fly around. Right. <laughs> so bad.
2: So, <laughs> bad, bad, Steve, bad. <laughs> it, has, it, had,
1: it just has that unusual sound and as soon as it turns on, it's a H model and it's got that, you know, that different noise to the Js. The Js are so quiet.
4: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. yeah. And that, that was one of the things we had to do with this aeroplane as well. It had to be a unique model c130 so to do with the h model it is probably the most most popular models out of all the c130s you can backdate it to an early h or an e model or you can you know nearly change if you wanted to change the propellers you could easily change it and still run a you know a short fuse j model if, if you wanted to do that and it's something we looked at as well that putting the six bladed propellers on it Mm-hmm. Uh, we found we found the four-blade propellers to be a lot more efficient, so that was the reason why we stage, were, the yeah.
0: Um, I, and I take it probably the the pre-release is probably huge for this thing. I'm guessing. A uh, couple questions coming in. Uh, Chloe also wanted to know: Do you have a rough number of how many of the pre-release planes you're going to be sending out?
1: Enough. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's 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 to put a put, um, all I know is that we have a a lot in stock. Okay, um, for the for the first, for the first run, and and then obviously for the second run, we'll probably have a lot more because of how popular it is. Mm-hmm. Um, to give you an exact number, you know, I don't know if right, <laughs> I'm allowed. Right, right. Well, I I think
0: they're just uh, you know they're kind of wondering, are we sending out? fifty or are we sending out five hundred or you know just something that you know if if the pre-release was huge if you're you know yep. gonna be able to cover those numbers.
1: There's 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 a there's a lot. <laughs> there's there's um even numbers of gray and, and blue which we don't know how that's gonna run. That that's one of the big questions that we've got. And mm-hmm. you wonder you were going to ask that. And I, well, uh,
2: I, you know, I I've got my theory I, I'm saying three to one guys. I'm I'm gonna say three to one, gray to blue um i it's it's a tough and actually this 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 yeah chloe just asked is there a limit per person because she says i want both colors and i i this is what we said this morning i could see a lot of people buying both because the blue angel color i'm actually going to close my video here so you can see the blue angel behind steve um it is stunning like just the, yeah you know but of course we all grew up you know, I flew on C-130s, and, and and you know the gray is 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 special, and and like you said yeah. in some of the earlier uh, videos when we talked so in the chat sessions, you know you're going to have different colors and different uh, sort of different uh, uh, graphic schemes, and I'm sure I'm sure Cali Graphics is already all over this. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. I could see myself rocking a, a blue angel and then having a Canadian scheme one, but. That's a lot of playing, but still. Um, so to answer yeah. that question, are you putting limits on people doing purchases or or what?
1: It's, the way that it works, if you've entered that, that uh, the if you're if you a successful entrant, then you will be given the chance to buy it with that one link. So that will work for you with that account. So you will be able to buy one. Gotcha. Yes.
2: So multiple email addresses <laughs> is the way to go.
1: Yes. <laughs> and then you'll be able to buy one of each email address that you have entered with that entry, uh, the entry, entrance, entrance, that'll do. Mm. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a very unique model, very unique way that we've tried to sell it, uh, not that that's the wrong wording, very unique way that we've had this pre-release, we, which uh, we wanted to just do it unusual and, and, and to make it and, and to make it the talk of the town and, and it's worked. So we're mm-hmm. extremely happy how that's come about and how it's run its course. Um, you know, some people have have jumped up and been a little bit objective, and and and, and of course we appreciate that because of, you know we're you know we're out to you know we have to try and please as many people as we can. I mean, like <laughs> at the end, of the day you give the, the customers are what it's all about, and 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 this aeroplane in particular is that is that aeroplane that that's going to have a connection with a lot of people in the aviation world because it is just a super popular subject. So yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, one question I have Steve because I'm s- sitting here looking at it uh, the blue version has the bottom windows you know in it that are clear and I'm looking at yeah, the grey version
1: the, what's the in, in the actual in, in the decal sheet you're, hmm. you're given a little black there's like a black um, a rectangle which yes. you can cut you can cut out to make the windows
0: okay gotcha
1: so that that was what we did there mm-hmm. um, in the next release we will have the windows like this like the um, blue angels version for the gray so okay that, that, that'll be the, something that, that we um, we actually uh, handed one uh, we had a, a, a uh, one of our friends who helped us with the design of the US color scheme and um, when we, we actually gave him one, and he's got some images of that coming out very soon, and he helped with the uh, Charlie West scheme.
3: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: yeah, a gentleman by the name of uh, James Watson, and he helped us out, and he's a fantastic guy. He had a lot of images, and, you know, we sort of worked together on this one. And um, he actually had one built, or he has it built now, and he's um, done a lot of extra detail and some bits and pieces, and he picked up a few mistakes that I made. So Oh, Sorry, Jim. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, we, we, we'll have that. Um, we'll have all of those problems rectified with the with the decal sheet. And speaking of the decal sheet, in the next, obviously, there's four choices in the grey one.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, we're also going to release a separate decal sheet, which will have you ready. Canadian Air Force scheme, ah. Royal Australian Air Force, and Royal Air Force and a U.S. gunship. Now, these decals will – you'll have to obviously apply different colours to match the different schemes, Mm -hmm. so greys or different green greys because there's a wraparound grey-green, I think it is, for the Royal Canadian Air Force. And um, so obviously but these decals will be handed uh, – supplied on another sheet as as a separate add-on to the C-130. So so that's another interesting factor which will come out with the C-130 later on. So that's – yeah, and obviously that that'll be solved with the, with, the, with the gray one as well.
0: Right, right. Uh, I, I, I wait for some more questions to come in. While we're doing that, let's jump into uh, everything. You know, getting it in the mail, the packaging. I want to talk a little bit about the build process. You know, what I ran into, what I liked, yeah. and everything. And then if people have more questions about that, we can talk about it. Um, First of all, I gotta give props to you guys on the packaging. Uh, The box showed up, it was pretty beat up, eh, which isn't unusual, the outside boxes for some reason when I get them are pretty beat up, but when I actually opened the inside of the box, I was really amazed at how you guys did with the packaging. Uh, It wasn't just the parts sitting in a foam box, you had everything double wrapped in the foam box And when I pulled everything out, it was, you know, I mean, almost perfect, which generally on a foam plane, a lot of times that doesn't happen. You have some marks here and there, which to me, that doesn't, that doesn't bother me. You know, I, I I take it for what it is. It's a foam airplane, but I was really impressed with the packaging, how you guys had it wrapped up, I mean, secure, Mm -hmm. tight, and it it come out almost perfect. So was that something you really took a lot of time and made sure that, uh, yeah.
1: You know. yeah, yeah, it's it's nice feedback. We um, we, I mean, there's there's a lot of um, planes that we get that are sort of, um, you know, that that come and and you have parts sticky taped in, and mm-hmm. there's no fun protecting them and this sort of stuff. So, yeah, no, definitely this airplane has a lot of you know scale detail and and. And the panel lines are extremely fine, and, and all this sort of stuff. So we wanted to keep that as pristine for the customer as as much as we could. Um, you know, so packaging was 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 next level for us. So we had to go through, and, and even with the hardware and and everything's individually packed and mm-hmm. and has, you know labels and and extra screws and and this sort of stuff. So it's little things that we've done to sort of. Especially with the packaging, and there's there's sections that you can pull out, which sort of holds it all together, and, and then obviously everything's wrapped in plastic, and then foam wrapped, and then. So yeah, it's um, yeah, a lot of effort's gone to the, to to the packaging, and and the box size as well is not as big as what you think. No, it's,
0: no matter f- matter of fact, I have the box sitting next to the uh, bushmule box, and it is significantly even though the yeah. plane itself is bigger, the box is smaller.
1: Yeah. So, so the box coming in a little bit tighter obviously helps with shipping as well. So the, the reduced costs for for moving the products around it is reduced, and um, it it uh, it's, it was it was well thought of to the, the way the box was designed. So it's um, but that's just something that we, we wanted to do. Obviously mm-hmm. with Durafly and Avios, it's um, it's it's the next level sort of detail, and next level, and, and we wanted to do something. More than what we've done before, and and with the packaging and with the and putting everything together inside the box, everything's um you know you're not going to lose anything. So like with the propellers, for instance, it's got the backing spinners, it's got the mm-hmm. the propellers themselves, and then it's got the screws, which they're all together. So everything's packaged and you know it's vacuum sealed and everything. So it's um yeah very very you know we're, we're pretty happy with how that come apart. Even when we first got the original one, though, it was like yeah this is nice. It had that you know obviously that that top end feel which we, we we always wanted to do
0: right and And one thing I wanted to talk about too you mentioned it a little bit uh, when you when we start I started pulling the plane out and the pieces and the parts. All the screws, like if, uh, for instance, if uh, your aileron, so all your screws, your push rods and everything were in one bag. If you're putting on the tail, like all your screws yep. and everything was packaged and labeled individually and was, I mean, super easy. You know, there's been many times you pull packages out and you have a just a package of screws. And then you got to go through the manual and figure yep. out, okay, I need this length screw for the tail. That wasn't the case with this. Everything was individually marked and super easy. Like I hardly even had to pull the manual, like go through it and look at it because it was so well marked that it it, it was, I mean, a no brainer. If you can't figure that out, then maybe you shouldn't be flying it. But
1: um, yeah. So once I, go ahead. In saying that, yeah, I think, I think the best way to do it is is, um, the way that we've done it is, you know, it works extremely well because you want to be able to do that ease of putting it together. Like you said, you don't want to be, you know, looking around for the right screw to fit the right hole. You put one screw in, it's the wrong one. You've got to pull it out, you've got to put the next yes. one in. Yes. Yes. So to have it so it all works, and then you can separate your your modular build. So you're going to put the tail on, and everything's there to put the tail on. Then you can put the, you know, your aileron control surfaces are all in the one bag and that sort of stuff. So we've, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's very well done. We're, we're pretty happy with it. Let's just say that. Yes.
0: So uh, moving on a little bit more of the uh, the putting it together. Uh, that was the other thing that really surprised me. I thought there was going to be, nine for some reason, 900 pieces to get this plane together. <laughs> when I pulled it out and realized all yep. I had to do was just put the tail, the elevator, yep. and the wings and propellers, that was it. Like uh, the plane yep. literally probably went together in 15, 20 minutes, and it took me probably – an hour to get it set up properly and get everything working and, and that. So the actual setup of the plane took way longer than putting the plane together. Yeah. So I was amazed by um, that.
1: The, the longest part of the build is going to put the water slide decals on. Um, now they are water slide decals, all mm-hmm. of them. Yep. Um, so um, be prepared for a little bit of time there to slide those decals on to get them in the right position and, and it does take a little bit of time and I'd say probably yeah, the, the best thing to do is to practice on something like mm-hmm. take one of the one of the stickers that you're not going to use because there's four decal sheets so take one of them and just apply some stickers to an older model and just to get used to how they actually go and then you'll be able to put it on like a champion and they'll just slide on exactly where you want them and use a little bit like extra water when you want to slide them around so they don't stick to the foam because it is a matte finish on the foam it's very um, it's very rough and coarse. So when you when you put the sticker on, it doesn't really want to slide unless you've got that right water underneath the sticker. So. Yes. Um, but, but look out for um, – for in in the uh, product profile, we do a little bit of how to put the aeroplane together, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we've also got a tips bench coming out, which will show you how to apply water slide decals to your aeroplane. Um, and that in particular is the C130, so it's um, very informative. And you get a, the the host of the this tips bench is a really nice guy. By the name of Steve. He's fantastic. <laughs> puts a few stickers puts a few stickers on it, and it, it shows you how to do it. A treat. So we did the shark's mouth for the front of the C130, and it um, yeah, it uh, it'll give, it it uh, goes together pretty good.
0: Yeah, it definitely took me a little bit of time with the stickers. I've not really dealt with the the water slide stickers much, so I was actually doing the Charlie West scheme and really effed up a few of the stickers. I was like, all right, I got to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Once I did figure it out, like I I soaked them longer. Like you said, I, I kept the fuselage. Um, you know wet more wet with a spray bottle yeah. Yeah. and then you know for me actually what helped is I just slide a little bit of the sticker off of the sheet stick it on there and then slide yeah. the sheet off and once I figured it out it was no problem yeah. I had it, it went on fantastic uh, but that yeah. was a little yeah. issue a um, couple other things I wanted to talk about uh, putting it together um, the way you guys have the tail I wanted to pull up the, the manual here real quick uh, I thought it was ingenious, not only what Andre said with the rudder servo, how it's mounted on the bottom. It's kind of out of sight, out of mind. It is fantastic. The other thing is how you actually mount the, um, the whole tail on with the elevator with the two carbon rods coming out of the fuselage. It slides right on. The tail goes on top, and you got the two screws. It's a, it's a, because the tail on a C-130, it is big. Uh, it's massive. Yeah. So you definitely want that thing. I'm sure, you know, you put it through its paces.
1: Wait until you fly it in a bit of wind. and you realize how big the tail is? Yeah. Weather vein, Like you would oh, not believe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 and if you wanted like coordinated turns, do your, um, plenty of rudder. It's, it's a lot of fun, <laughs> but I'm um, no, back, back to the build. Like, obviously we wanted to make that work. And on the back, there is a power, there is a plug, an electric connection. Yes. Um, which you, which you push – so you basically push the tail on, which would then click into that – not click, but push into that um, electrical fitting. Mm-hmm. And then you, obviously you got the two carbon rods in there. And then that basically – the tail nearly stays on without screws. Once you key in the top of the rudder into the top of the fuselage and then with two screws in the bottom,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and that's it. It's uh, It's – it's so – if you're at the field and you want to take the tail off, it's very easy as well. It's yes. just two screws. You can un you can, you know, obviously you've got to take off that uh, the, the the rudder push rod for this for the servo for the rudder, because that's underneath. Yep. And, and you can take off the tail section. So if you had a really small car and you needed to get it around to, you know, take the wings off and take the tail off, you've got a very, very compact aeroplane. Like it's gonna take you a little bit of time to put it back together again, but it's not unachievable those screws where they screw into it's it's a metal thread that goes into the back of the tail and also a metal in the wings so you've got you know it's not screwing into plastic it's screwing into metal which is fantastic yes and um, then uh, the wings especially have got a plastic support uh, which which obviously has your connection the electrical connection for your power to your motors and servos Mm -hmm. through that one which is which is very unique yes Um, for the things.
0: One tip I wanted to suggest to everybody, and it took me I felt like an idiot after I figured it out. The one long screw that goes way down in there uh, 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 just by the cargo door. Initially, I had the plane upside down. I'm trying to stick the screw down in the hole, and it, it would fall out, and it would like come through the fuselage. I'd have to tip the plane upside down, pull the screw back out, and after about the third time, like, okay, it has got to be a better way. Dummy me, all I did was pull the cargo door open, <laughs> yeah, put the uh-oh. screw in there, and then run the yeah. screwdriver down through there, and it was a breeze. So a quick little tip for everybody that does get their plane and they're, and they're installing yeah. the tail, just pull open the cargo door. You can see where the screw goes right in and actually hold it right there. Put your screwdriver down through there, and it was very easy. But before yeah. knowing that, it was a pain in the butt, but uh, I just wanted to throw that little tip out there for getting the plane yeah. together.
1: Definitely, in, in the product profile with the build, you'll see that I actually access that screw through the cargo through the cargo door, and you can see the hole. And yep. we we give you that information on that video as well. Yeah. Um. The next the next thing, the hardest thing you're going to find other than the, the stickers is going to be the the flat the setup for the flaps. Yes. Um, now, what, what I, I've learned from building a few of the C-130s now is um, to set your minimum maximum travels on your radio. So go in there and, and, and set up your channel to around about 30% plus or minus. Mm-hmm. Don't let it go to full travel. And then that way when you plug the flaps in, you'll be able to adjust them later on. So basically turn the flaps on, then you can adjust the travel to make them all match your inboard flaps. So the Fowler flaps, which are the plastic ones, mm-hmm. already come with the connection with the ball link screwed together. Yeah, and they they plug in fine. So that's flap number one. Flap number two is a little bit tricky. Like you've got to you've got to adjust the same with the cargo door. Um, when when you when you plug the cargo door in, just make sure that you're not 100 percent throwing the travel so it doesn't open it up and extend past its its travel point um this will stop them from from basically overwinding the servos. Uh, yes. yeah and that's all it is but i mean guys who have who have got you know six channel airplanes and understand a twin flap system or anything like that are going to understand how to do it and if not make sure you read the manual because there yes. is a, a part in the manual which is going to stipulate how to do it also with the um with the motors and how to get how how to sync all four escs um that's also in the manual and Mm -hmm. you'll also see it on the product profile so there's plenty of information to go by um but that's the only thing really that that's going to cause you know any time with the setup and then once you have that set up and the aeroplane's flying it's um yeah it works really well with with a full flap and it's uh, it's a joy to fly so it's it's all good
0: news. Yes. Uh, the other thing, too, since we're on the flap subject, if anybody, you know, does have a computer radio, uh, I'm flying off of Spectrum. So just so you know, what I found out is it did take a little time. The inboard power, power flaps, uh, as far as um, getting them set up for me, so yeah, intent. no kidding. Uh, they they actually took way more travel to get them to extend fully out than the outboard flaps, so I had to uh, adjust the travel length. Then uh, it's yeah. quite a bit different between the outboard and the inboard flaps. I did have to play around yeah. with them so that they were equal coming out full and you know coming back. Yeah. So and
1: you, uh, so see so with the out, with the outboard flaps as well, you, you need to put them on the closest horn to the to the servo. Mm-hmm. So put them. And and that way it's obviously lessons to travel. Right. Right.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. Um, but, um, yep. Sorry. No, I, that's I,
0: okay. The, okay. I, I just, I'm, things are popping in my head while we're talking to me, putting it together. The other thing too, I thought was very interesting. Um, are they actually, somebody had a question earlier. Are they actually carbon fiber rods or fiberglass rods?
1: Uh, whereabouts?
0: Uh, as far as like the wing, uh, the spar on the wing.
1: Yeah, the spar's got um, carbon fiber,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there's fiberglass in the flaps and in the tail surfaces.
0: Okay. Now, one thing I did notice, and when you guys get your plane, uh, the size of the carbon fiber spar is humongous. Like, it's the size <laughs> of my carbon spar and my carbon Z-Cub. It's huge. So, <laughs> I know, you know. Like,
1: like, like I said, the the wing's very strong. Yes. It's um, it's 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 not very thick. So mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not as thin as as the um, in-cord. It's not as thin as the original C-130 or the real one. It's mm-hmm. actually a little bit bigger. Um, and we had to do that to, to obviously make it fly a lot better than what it would if it was a lot thinner. Obviously, with a real aeroplane, you've got massive fouler flaps which come out to right. slow your down. Then you've got the efficiency of a thin wind like an airliner. So we had to come up with some middle ground. And what we've done is... It's it's not really noticeable, but the wing's obviously thicker, as in height, and thicker as in cord. So there's there's a few little changes there, but other than that, it's um it's it's pretty close to a wing of the C one thirty. Right. It's um yeah, <clears throat> as good as you're going to get with an RC model that flies this way. Right. But um, yeah, de- definitely the I mean the, there's a carbon spar that runs in the front of the wing, which which goes all the way near out to the to the end of the wing. And then there's one which obviously is the main spar which runs through behind the motors. So it's it's um it's a very strong wing, very complex wing as well with all the moving parts in it. But so it's um very interesting,
0: right? And the other thing I wanted to mention too uh, with the wing, like it's what 62 inch wingspan or 1600 millimeters. So yes. like you it's mentioned fun. earlier, Steve, even even you, if you have a good sized car, you might have to pull this wing off the things i really liked about the wing was um one uh, the the new servo or the new uh connections you have go together very well they they look very stout mm. so like pulling that wing on and off i don't think it's going to affect them two the quality of screws uh they're the hex heads there's four of them two yep. on each side very good quality so if you do have to pull that wing on and off i don't think it's going to be a problem You know, it's not like you have a regular, you know, uh, screw head or or where they're eventually going to get stripped out or whatever, uh, very good quality screws. So if you do have to take these wings on and off for one, it's very simple. There's no servo wire, nothing. You just slide them right on, put the four screws in. It's very quick. Uh, I thought that was a fantastic idea and, and kudos to you guys for the good quality, um, screws that you do have going in you know they're hex heads so you don't have to worry about stripping them out that is you know one little detail maybe people don't appreciate enough that you know somebody that is pulling these things on and off a lot they're not going to have a problem down the road
1: we we learned that um we learned that really quickly with the with the tundra actually
0: Mm
3: -hmm. and Mm -hmm.
1: the, the wing of the tundra screwed into plastic and it's a screw that just screws into plastic and not many people take the wing off a tiny tundra, but some people do. Yes. And when you do a couple of times, it wears away, like the plastic's gone. Um, and that's something that, that we wanted to, to change. And obviously the metal thread that we've done with the other airplanes and obviously with the C-130 works really, really well. And then you change it over to a hex head. Yeah. It just, seem, it just seems to be where everyone's going at the moment. It's, it's one of those, you know, a, a trend that's happening in, in the industry where you, you, you know, wing connectors are one thing, and then you've got, you know, so the ease of taking the wing off and on is now, especially with the phone model. I mean, it's just the way it is now. It's just, you know, if you can get that to work, then mm-hmm. it's fantastic. So it's it's been a challenge to get a, a wing connector to, to work, and this one works really, really well. So we're very happy, especially with the power that runs through the ESCs from the motors for, mm-hmm. for the power you know, of the powered motors. And then you've got the, You know, you've got landing lights, navigation lights, the flaps, ailerons, and the ESCs all in one plug. So it's very unique. Yeah,
0: and that was the other nice thing uh, setting up the receiver Uh, when I initially set up. Everything's completely labeled. You know, the uh, flaps and the cargo door, Uh, everything's, you know, exactly. You get your receiver, you take the plug, plug it right in. There was no questions. It's very, I was really shocked at how easy this plane was the setup com- compared to the bush mule because i thought you know the no. bush mule was a little tough with just two motors and i thought oh man i got four this is going to be a nightmare but no very, very simple um i think i'm using uh well with the bec i think i'm using nine channels i believe with everything uh, yeah. but you yeah. don't have to use all those channels if you don't want to uh, but I highly yeah. recommend it because uh, you know, with everything else, the lights and the cargo door, uh, you
1: know, it's well worth it. Um, did you notice? Did you notice that the lights actually turn off with the cargo door?
0: You know, I was going to talk about that. I didn't notice they actually turn off with the door, but I, uh, I do have some photos of it uh, late evening, and I was yep. amazed when we did drop the door that the lights were on in the back. It just looks astonishing with the cargo door and the lights inside lit up. So they actually turn off with the uh, with, the, with the, the door up.
1: With, yeah, with the rear door they'll turn off. Ah. So you can actually see the lights through the plastic door, uh, the, the portholes or yes. the, the fuse. Yeah. Yes. yes. And uh, did you find the brake? Did you find the brake at all? Uh you no. <laughs> you, I didn't. Did you, you didn't find the brake? No. There was nothing labeled brake. Oh yes. Yeah, there actually was.
0: Uh the cargo door, my plane came with the cargo door, um servo lead, it said brake on it, which it was the only thing left. Everything was yeah. Right. So I'm assuming the brake was the cargo door.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so, so the so the 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 channel that's that's labeled brake is actually the cargo door.
0: Gotcha. That cause that's it's, a big air brake, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. You <laughs> yes. put it on the airplane slows down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well I
2: mean that's how we flew the bush mule, right? We want to slow that <laughs> thing down. You drop the cargo hatch, you put the flaps full
1: and, uh, and you just go by. Yeah. yeah. So uh, another another interesting feature obviously is the scale propellers. Yes. Uh, so they're, they're counter-rotating, mm-hmm. um, obviously, inboard, you know, I mean, the left and right, they, they both turn towards a fuselage. Yep. Um, and the scale representation of these uh, propellers is amazing. Yes. Uh, the, the way that we've done it with two pieces is really, really cool. So you basically put your back um, plate on and then you put your main propeller hub with the four blades on. It's all one piece. And then you use a hex head to screw it on. So re- if you wanted to remove the propellers, it's very easy as well. So yeah, yeah a, nice, a, a nice little touch there with the propellers. Yeah.
0: A uh, couple of uh, things with the propellers. Uh, the way the plane is or everything during your testing, did you have many mishaps where you actually broke props? Because the way the plane is and everything, I would think it would be hard unless you ran into something that you're actually going to break a prop.
1: Um, yeah, no, they're they're pretty strong. I mean, and if you have a look at the airplane, if you taxi really fast, which I've done, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it, it sort of it doesn't hit the propeller. It um it goes past the propeller and hits the wingtip. So it's um mm. yeah, the chance of breaking a propeller is is um, yeah. I think you got more chance of being
0: eaten by a shark. Yeah, I I could definitely see it. Oh, and one thing, talking about the the propellers real quick, again, this is a small little detail I I really liked. In the packaging, instead of just throwing four props in there, you had them individually packaged for left and right. Like you pulled them out and go, oh, okay, this is for the left side, this is for the right side. Again, just small, minor detail, but it just makes it easier and faster to put the plane together.
1: It just makes sense when you're going to put it together, and you want it to to be as easy and, and straightforward as possible. So mm-hmm. that, that's what we've done, right?
2: Let's and this is something. That. Sorry, yeah? uh, someone was asking about you know wiring up the the, the receivers and everything. Is there any uh, the ESCs are are they set up just for one channel, or can you do two channel splits and stuff?
1: You've the got differential. Powers, you've you've got a BEC, which powers obviously your receiver, and then you've got a throttle channel. -hmm. Okay. That that throttle channel is linked through those wing connectors to all four. Into the the junction box from the junction box to your receiver. If if you wanted to separate the channels, you probably could be you'd have to take the wing connectors out. So gotcha. Gotcha. I would say I would say probably not, but you could bypass the wing connectors altogether if you wanted to. Uh, I Don't know why, but yeah. we looked at we looked at reversing propellers on the C one hundred and thirty. We we looked at that. Mm-hmm. We looked at reversing ESCs, and it just yeah, it, it, it's um, it'd be a lot of fun to reverse an, yeah. a, a C one and like. I, uh, I just I just don't know if if it, if it, if it warrants the reversing ESCs. The, the reason why we have reversing ESCs is obviously when they're on water. Mm-hmm. And, I mean it's it, it'll be all fun. I don't think I think I'm the only person I know that would reverse land a tundra. So I don't, <laughs> don't have anyone else doing it. Yet. So it's a lot of fun to do. If you, if do you, you, if you do,
2: it. do you think it'd be like the bush mule and she'd just you know drop her tail down and you know if you did because the power range is it's not like, you know, it's not like you're limiting that reverse thrust. Do you have full throttle,
1: you know? No, no. Really, Cause even without the battery in the airplane sits, it sits flat. It doesn't drop down without the battery in it either. So it um. Oh,
3: nice.
1: Yeah, I'd say it um it, it wouldn't sit back with the battery because of the, the, the way to be up the front. So, no, it's uh, it wouldn't drop back. So. Yeah,
0: and I will say I haven't actually had it in the air, but I've had it out and about and taxiing it around. I was I was a little worried with not having because, you know, I have the bush mule set up for differential thrust and the thing is awesome yeah. on it. But even just taxiing around, this thing had absolutely no problems, of course, with the big tail and no. the steerable nose wheel. It, it, so far I haven't found no major need for the, the differential thrust. It, it taxis fantastic. And I'm assuming with, you know, the, the big large uh, nose gear in the rudder, you're, you you do not have any problems with it.
1: No, no, no. And, and we, we don't fly off the smoothest ground. I don't know if you've seen the videos that we've, oh, yeah. we've, we've got a nice rough track that we fly off as well. So a lot of our testing has been done on an extremely rough runway, mm-hmm. um, so the and the landing gear, it, it, it's superb. It's held up so well. Mm-hmm. We've, we've actually been surprised because we knew that it's it's going to be a you know a delicate yeah a, a delicate arrangement, I suppose, when you're talking about multiple smaller wheels. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this landing gear is, and and the way that you can bring this thing in and sit it on its main and hold it off and then mm-hmm. just slowly land. Oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> And Andre hasn't got one. What? No. <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> nah, it's all good.
2: You know what? Even and, – and like I said, even if that had that gone that way, we would have so much – yeah, I would have to shovel the – actually, yeah, I'd probably try it, but I, I, I do t- – I think you just end up doing too much damage, so.
1: But we're, spoken, we're spoken about the, the wing, and I'll grab one so you can have a look.
0: Yeah. So, um, it might be long. All
2: right. I'm going to close down my video so we have full screen of
0: Steve. Yeah, and that's one thing when Steve gets back too, I can't wait to talk about the little details and the things included in the box that just kind of set, set it off to, you know, the antennas to the windshield wipers to, uh, the nice. pedo tubes. And, uh, it's just, just amazing. The little, you know, if you want to put, add that stuff off, uh, the, the dome, the, uh, just, you know, the, they actually include uh, why he's gone. I'll show you on the back of the cargo ramp. You know, if you have it sitting in the house on stakes display, they actually have the little piece that you can put on the ramp that folds down, the extra piece. So they really include a lot of extra little details with this plane, which Man. is amazing. Go ahead,
1: Steve. Look at that! Look at the detail. This is just nuts, guys. Yeah. So here is the actual wing connector. So obviously for your power supply, which is the the, the two prong one, mm-hmm. and then this is your power supply to all your servos. Um, there's that wing spar that we spoke about, which yes, is
0: is huge. Look at the size of that thing.
1: It's huge. Uh-huh. Like that. That's big. Yes. <laughs>
0: um, can you actually get the connector closer to the camera so everybody can see? There we go. Look at that. Yeah, no. really nice connector, Andre. It went together so nice, so easy. Uh, it
2: looks like a it looks like a power lead off your your stereo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: and obviously the the um, magnetically held. Oh, when they come out, the magnetically held fuel tanks. Mm-hmm. Cool. And in the box, you'll see. An infill, which you can put in there if you wanted to run no tanks at all, you can fill them in. Yep,
0: I will put those on the camera here real quick. Yeah, those actually come in in the package, so if you didn't want to run the tanks,
1: yep. See the Fowler flap operate there? Yep. And the way that it works with the inline flap, and then obviously I haven't put any of the control rods on here at all because I wanted to show you guys how they actually operated and how much room there was and so on and so forth. Right pretty cool another unique feature is the ailerons the way that the ailerons are set into a pocket which you can see underneath there Mm -hmm. and you can see the way that they roll around inside that pocket which is pretty cool and the panel lines you can see how thin the panel lines are the panel lines are fantastic so get in there look at that yeah um the propellers the other thing we spoke about before and you can see that they're very unique, very very cool, very very cool airplane.
0: Yeah, but, and and one thing too with the with the props, you'll notice when when everybody gets plant, they are stout. Like I mean, it'd probably be pretty tough to really break one anyway. It's not just your normal standard prop; it is thick and they're he- not heavy, but just well built.
1: Wow! So that's the obviously the wing connector. So under there, you have your your fittings for the wing. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the plug as well. And underneath there, you can see the landing gear that we were talking about. Oh,
2: look at that. And you had mentioned in our little pre-show chat, that whole landing gear pod can come out for service. Look at that. There's four screws.
1: Yep. So that whole section there... Come, you can see how big it is. Look at big it is. So the whole section there comes out so you can access and maintain your landing gear. <laughs> the front section here will get in there nice and close. Oh, I told you could put skis on
2: this thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if we open up that there, so your front door opens up, which sequences the front, the start, and then this whole landing gear slides forward which pivots the nose in and closes, and then this closes over the front with the sequencing ending of the uh, of the leaning gear. Now, that's something you're to have to get used to. The leaning gear does have to get cycled every time you turn the battery on. Every yes. time you plug it in, you've got to cycle the gear. It's a small little problem. Not a problem. I wouldn't say it's a problem. It's a small um, uh, price to pay for that leaning <laughs> Not even a price to pay. It's an increscidity, increscidity. No, it's too tight. <laughs> it's, it's two AM. Leave me alone, guys. Yeah, uh, but but that's that's a unique feature of the C one thirty. There you go. That, that's what we're going to
0: talk. Yeah, and you might have mentioned it earlier, Steve. That is in the manual. That does let you know about yes. the landing gear. Yes. You you definitely have to cycle that gear and let it cycle through every you know one cycle before you actually go and take off and fly.
1: Now, this particular C 130 is in the start of getting a new sort of touch up on different adding. We're going to add some details. So, obviously, the black nose is something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the, you were talking about the scale features. So, you have the little pitot tubes, you have your little wind streams. Um, and now, if we go around this side, I'll be able to show you the uh, avionics bay. Yes. So, <laughs> Look at that. It's huge. Huge, so you have a wiring loom which comes out. So I'll just go reach in here and grab it. I'm backwards here, so I can't really see it. So this is the uh, wiring loom with all the different oh man,
2: higher up. There you, there go. you go, perfect. Oh, There's yep. the brake, yeah. The brake,
1: <laughs> the brakes. So basically, you can access in there, would be your 2200 cell battery. Um, and Obviously, I've flown it on a bigger pack. I've flown it up to a 3,000 milliamp. It's a little bit nose-heavy. I don't mind flying aeroplanes nose-heavy as well as tail-heavy, but it still handles extremely well with a bigger pack in it, which is really good news. But a 2200 is is a nice size pack for the the aeroplane itself. It flies really well. You get around about six minutes flight time out of a 2200. Um, I think it was a 40C discharge pack, and... um, yeah, so that's oh. up close and personal with the and the shark's mouth just looks fantastic. What's well, an aeroplane without a shark's yeah, mouth? Yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, one thing I wanted to
0: mention to you, Steve, I thought was really cool. Um, my receiver's in the front, you know, just inside the bay door there. So, uh, yep. and in the evening when I was taking some night pictures of it, since my receiver light is red and it has the clear windows and and even the windows down the side are an actual you know clear window port. Yeah. At night, the the red glow from the receiver actually kind of lights up the front of the plane like a real plane at night with the, you know, the red lights, you yeah. know, so you can see at night. And it just looked amazing with the red light coming through the clear windows and, and the uh, the porthole windows. It was really cool because yeah. at first I was like, wait, do they have red lights in there? And then when I pulled the door up, I was like, oh, it's my receiver light. But that just added another little uh, detail to it at That's night cool. that I thought was really, um, really cool. Well,
1: I'll pick it there as well. And we are talking about the... Sorry, I'll just go
0: camera <laughs> for I'll be back. All right, no problem. Let's <laughs> get some snacks, folks. Yeah, snacks, yeah. Mary, some more coffee. Uh. So
1: this is the, the rudder arrangement that we were talking about before. So you can see... How it keys into the into the fuselage and there's your two screw holes. Yes. And this goes through the tail, which then operates your rudder. So this part here is the hidden rudder survey. So there's no actual rudder yes. on the surface. It's underneath. So it's um just another unique feature of how it all designed. And obviously in there you can see your two inspection slots for your carbon rod, which runs the full length of the uh, the the rudder to give you that strength. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, one question was asked, uh, Dave asked, uh, is there a strap for the battery in the
1: nose section? Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Okay. There you go, Dave.
1: Yes. So you basically mount the 2200 sideways. So <laughs> it's up against the, the main leaning gear, and it straps in there nice and tight, and is perfect CFG, which is 65 millimeters from the leading edge from memory. But, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, that's it. I'm sure it's 65 milliamps.
0: Uh, I wanted to ask you about that, Steve, because the battery tray is kind of, you know, in that set position. And obviously, the, the yeah. people are going to be running different C, different heavier, you know, packs. So, I'm assuming this plane, since you got it kind of stationary, that it yeah. flies well if it's a little bit off here and there because of the different weights and batteries, I'm assuming.
1: Um, in saying that, if you're going to fly a tail-heavy um – it's close coupled. It's surprising how close the front wing is to the rear wing on a C one hundred and thirty. If you have a look at the fuselage of a C one hundred and thirty, it's extremely long, and halfway down is the main wing. Yep, and then you've got the tail at the back, so it's like a fighter jet, really, because it's got this long nose. You know, and then all your weight is at the rear of the airplane, so you've got this massive tail. Then you've got these swept back wings, and they're a bit of a swept back wing on the C, C one hundred and thirty. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, there's a bit of a sweep back at the front at the front leading edge. And um, so, you're that to put the battery back, you can really get into trouble with a tail heavy plane. Gotcha. So just remember that it, there's a lot of weight over the rear of the airplane with that big tail. Right. In saying, in saying that, to get a really like a big pack in there, mm-hmm. you can. We, we looked at putting a floor above the wheel well yeah. and the battery sort of up in there and putting like a 5,000 for us in there. But Ian's got this thing about massive packs. He loves to fly with big batteries. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. And it's, um, it doesn't like, I don't know, after you do a, a bit of a, an air show display at your local field like with a Blue Angels plane, after five minutes, I don't know. Uh, I'm happy to put another pack in it or have another
4: flight. Yeah, I I Um, guess
0: my question would be is, is say, the difference between maybe a um, a 20 or 30C four-cell 2200 or if somebody's got, I don't know, like a 60C or 70C, the difference in weight where that battery's located, is that going to matter much or where you might have to add a little bit of weight to the nose to get the CG
1: right? I've originally tested it with – we've got um, some new packs coming through, which is the new – the the Graphene Panthers. I think they're 75C and they're pretty heavy. They're a bit heavier than the standard one. And I've flown them to no difference at all to a Turnagey okay. 22 30 gotcha. C. And there's There's been no real change at all in, gotcha. in, in, in gotcha. having it in that position. If you turn the battery and put it a bit forward, it doesn't really change it. We've got guys flying with a 3,000 in that position, but having the battery sort of north – south,
3: mm-hmm. if that
1: makes sense, running up yep. the full length of fuse, and there hasn't been that much difference in, in flight characteristics, so if it's a little bit nose-heavy. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're going to obviously chuck some stuff out the back, like some lollies or some tanks, or so you might have a bit of extra tail weight, it's always good to put a bit of nose weight to offset that tail weight while you're flying without the weight. It's a good trick.
2: Yeah, XT60 on the battery connector, correct?
1: Yes, an XT60, yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah, real quick, too, before we uh, jump into some other things, I have my little parachute guys here. I think I got two dozen <laughs> of them. Uh, they're inch and a half. Got them on Amazon for like, I don't know, eight bucks. So I can't wait to drop those out the back. And then I also on Amazon found some hummers and some tanks with some other parachutes (laughs) if you see those so i can't wait to uh, get those in the back also and drop them out i think it's just going to look amazing dropping about uh, two dozen parachute guys out the back of a c-130 and get it on camera so it's going to be cool
1: um definitely
0: the other thing too i wanted to mention and i wanted to talk to you a little bit about it the the fit and the finish on this i was is amazing like everything is super tight went together great my question is, you know, with the paint and everything on there, how hard is it to get everything the fit and finish, you know, uh, perfect like like this with the paint? I mean, you got to have a good painter because a little bit of extra paint, I'm telling you right now, this thing would not go together right. So, is that was that difficult to do?
1: It, um, it's always a challenge when you have thick paint because um, obviously, with a water-based paint, it's a little bit thicker as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you end up applying more paint. So we have had our ha- we have had our um, difficulties in regards to the flaps. We had some extra paint put on some of the samples, and we had to um, to sort of you know get in contact with with certain people, and we had to make sure that these parts were cleaned up and put back together again. And so we, yeah, we've had our our difficulties, especially with the Blue Angels one. It's got uh, the the white's actually painted white. It's not foam. Oh. And then the blue and then the yellow. So you've got a lot of paint and a lot of – it's very intricate. And if I get that down, I'll show you that one. All right. Get it?
0: Yeah, that's one thing I know, Sandre. Even my outboard flaps right now, they're super, super tight. I almost want to take the um, servos off and and move them around a little bit uh, to loosen them up uh, because it –
4: yeah,
2: that, that's a practice you do on any build, right? You get yeah.
0: there and you you, uh, you, you know, check them all.
2: But what Steve is saying, yeah, with the extra flap, the extra paint and everything. Right. Maybe just even a little
0: sanding maybe, but I don't want to ruin the finish. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I could
4: see
2: oh my how gosh. that's. Yeah, I
0: think oh, gosh. Yeah, that thing is beautiful. Oh, man. man. Is beautiful. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. The Blue Angels gets my vote. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I love the gray and I would do a Canadian scheme, the Blue Angel gets my vote. What yeah. a.
1: That thing must look so amazing in the air. As yeah. the, the details that we're done with the, with this, in particular, this color scheme, and if I just get it into the camera here, you can see the nose. Oh, oh,
2: it's going to be a long winter, folks.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. The detail uh, with all the stickers. And, wow. I mean, there's, and this comes obviously pre-applied, so this is um, – yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and also you'll note that there's different propellers on this one as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got
0: the yellow tips and, uh, and the little, and, the markings on the de ice boots yeah. there. Oh, that is fantastic. Wow.
1: And then, yeah. So it's, um, a, a, yeah, it's, it's very cool looking. And this thing in the air, it looks amazing. when You start flying it around and a lot of fun. It's, um, yeah. I mean, we're extremely happy with the C 130. Let's just say that.
0: Yeah.
3: So i just gonna wait
0: a second. I'll Uh Chloe, I believe that the uh, hint they has real hinges on everything that I've seen. I don't see any. There was no hinge tape. Everything is hidden um, uh, on the ailerons, but I believe they're all hinged. Steve can confirm that, but I'm pretty sure.
1: Yes, all hinged. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, let's talk a little bit since you know we were showing it on camera I want to talk uh, about some of the details oh yeah you can see it there yeah yeah that makes a difference in the long run too that those you know foam hinges don't wear out you have real hinges in there like uh, you know like Steve said they have over over a hundred flights on the original one Uh yeah. so in the box, uh, and, again, I guess this is up to the person, you know, if you want to put all these details on the plane. I, I think it's well worth it. Uh, looking at yeah. it here, I'll pull the, I'll pull my plane up here. Uh, everything from the windshield wipers uh, to the pedo tubes on the front, uh, the type of radar dome on the top that I put on, if you can see that in, in the picture of mine, um, the antennas in the back on the tail and also the one on the back of the fuselage. Uh, also in the package, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I' pulled out of the the package here you know on the cargo door on the back. If, if it's in the house or you have it on display or whatever, you can actually put the uh, the other drop hinge, let me pull that up on camera or the drop extra drop door on the back if you wanted to put that on there. Yeah. And then also, I believe on the Charlie West scheme, they had a what was it, the uh, radar uh, dome or camera in the back. Uh, so, yeah, you, so
4: you, yeah. uh the,
0: That came in the package as well. So, if you wanted to glue that mm-hmm. on the back of the fuselage up by the door, uh, so a lot of little intricate details just to, um, you know, make it even better up close and in person. Now, when you're out flying it, it you know, and it's 20 feet away, you're probably not going to notice it, but.
1: Andre, if I just do this, I can show you on the ground. How good does it look?
0: Oh man, <laughs> that's <is>
1: great. <laughs>
0: just, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, the the blue one. I mean, the grey one looks fantastic with the options and everything else, but the blue one as well. I don't. Uh, I'm I'm torn. I, yes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I still have to buy my own one, which is incredible. You think they give me one? To come <laughs> on. But um, I've um I've got plans to do an Australian one, obviously, and um. Yeah, off, there, there was one that – there was a H model that was retired and it had a setting sun on the tail, which is a yellow and red scheme with the Hercules flying in the in through the t- – and and that's the scheme I want to do on my one. So it's um, – yeah, so I have There's to – so
2: many options. Like people are saying, you know, AC-130 and then a KC-130, yeah. you know, like the 3D printing options are going to be crazy. Actually, that would be kind of cool to do an air-to-air to air to refueling third.
1: <laughs> that would be a good no, It's not, It's not something you got – um, Coast Guard is extremely popular. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we're actually we were going to do the Coast Guard scheme. And then you've got, I mean, we we touched on firefighters and that sort of stuff, and and the guys that still flying today, so they're going to be popular. And then you've got the you know the, the planes that flew around the Arctic and and, and uh, Antarctica, and and yeah. also, you know, I mean, humanitarian. Though they, they they, they, they'd be used for everything. I mean, it's just it's yeah. it's endless. Oh, Absolutely.
0: I, I, I this just popped in my in my head too. Uh, one little intricate detail. I, I don't know if if you guys did this on purpose or if it's just the way the electronics work. Uh, after my bushmule incident where we did the 900 mile an hour taxi, uh, I made sure <laughs> that we had a throttle cut on this one. <laughs> so, w- what was really cool—the top r- red rotating beacon on the top or flashing beacon when the motors are engaged or, or uh that light would come on when i hit my thr- yeah. uh, throttle cutoff is in off position that little light was off and i just you know thought wow that's interesting it's for sure even though my radio talks to me for somebody who doesn't <laughs> i just thought it was interesting would, cue. Yeah, yeah very good visual cue good point andre that yeah. you know if that light's uh-huh. on you're hot and ready to go if it's off you're okay was that intentional yeah.
1: Hundred percent, it was intentional. Okay, <laughs> let's just say that.
0: Just
3: a, oh, just, a cool,
2: awesome. just a cool just a cool little detail. The faster detail. you fly, the faster your flashes. Yeah, right. One hundred percent power. It's on
1: full. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's just slave to the ESC channel, I guess. Right. No, that's right. Exactly, it, Andre. That's what it is. It um it, so it works off the main power supply to the ESC. So yes, uh, it does. It, it um it, it wasn't designed to do that. It was uh, designed to. There a fixed light or a flashing light, but it's um it's just come out that way. So it's 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 um yeah, we've just been lucky.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think one other little tip I wanted to mention, to everybody. Uh, and it, it's kind of just my deal. Uh, I set it up without the tanks on it, and I like to really drop my flaps. So if anybody's like me and really likes to throw the flaps way down, probably more than what they should. Uh, if you do put the tanks on, your flaps could possibly hit the back of the tanks. I just wanted to throw that out there and make sure on your setup that uh, you know you're not straining the servos or anything. So uh, I'm guessing once the flaps come down towards the very bottom of the of the external tanks, that's probably as far as and where they should be initially. So just a little setup tip for anybody. Uh,
1: how and, we have them, how do we have them set up is a little bit further than the Fowler flap, not much. Yes. Yep. and and that's basically that's and i think it works out to be around about 25% of the throw with the servo. Mm-hmm. So it's not much at all and that'll bring it down to just past the fowler flap and they work perfectly there. So that's a full flap is not much at all. Yes. Yeah. But um, I've got, obviously guys you can you can drop them as you're nearly i mean you can drop them to 90 degrees if you feel like it but it um <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> it'll definitely slow it down. I I haven't I haven't actually done it that far but um no, we'll give it a go. See yeah. what happens. Uh, well, take. I mean,
2: I guess on the Fat Albert, you don't run any
1: tanks, right? No, that's right. I mean, you so. can you, 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 as an optional extra, you'd be able to. And, um, but yeah, in, in the one that you're going to get, no, it's not going to have tanks.
0: <laughs> uh, a couple <laughs> other questions coming in. One. Uh, some people wanted to know about the, you know, uh, I've seen a couple of videos, and like you said, it, it is probably overpowered, which is good in some sense. But what about yeah. the slow flying characteristics? You know, can we drop the gear, drop the flaps, and make a nice, cool scale flyby uh, with this airplane?
1: White see the Primo video. <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> Nice. Um, no, we've, we've had this from the beginning. Like We had guys say, I didn't know that NASA flew the C-130. <laughs> Your approaches are way too fast. You guys don't know how to fly, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. this aeroplane, um, the, the slow speed, I've had it. I mean, you've seen where we fly at, at PMAC when we do the videos and the fence isn't very far away from the main runway and I've had this C-130 do figure eights inside the runway. So we're talking... 15 meter wide, and wow. this airplane figure eights inside that, and you'll see it in the video. So, that's um, uh, slow speed is pretty cool. Wow, it's uh, and some of the air to air shots we've had with drones is mm-hmm. just been unreal. Some of the photos, some of the images that you're going to see on this promo are just breathtaking. They're just it's sensational. Wow, it's pretty, yeah. Cool But anyway, and and hats off to the guys uh, in our production team who do the videos, fantastic work. I mean, the videos are just getting – I I love our videos now, the music that we're putting to them and everything else. And obviously with um, Next Level, it's great. Yeah, enjoying it so much. It's good fun. Right. Good stuff.
0: I think uh, my next question is, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to do this as I just showed my parachute guys and my tanks and everything (laughs) – Uh, Loading up the cargo area there. Obviously, you know, it it changes your CG, as I've found out with the bush mule. Sometimes we've overloaded it. But how much have you guys done testing wise with throwing stuff in the back to see how the what the plane's going to do, how it's going to handle it, how it comes out, stuff like that?
1: Mainly, mainly just um, parachutes. We haven't really chucked any vehicles because it's not really that. I mean, the C one thirty the the actual aeroplane's got a top and lower gear, like a top and lower ramp. So yeah. The top opens up and the bottom and the bottom opens up. Our one doesn't do that. Right. Obviously, strength and everything else. We had to we had to have a compromise there, and there's not that much meat actually in the top of the foam mm-hmm. if you go to another door which opens up. So we would have had to put carbon rods and strengtheners through the fuse. So we've had the one door that opens up. Yes. Um, So that means the head height for stuff to fall out isn't very high. So if you're going to drop a vehicle, it's not going to be scale. You're not going to be able to drop a tank that's the same scale or a truck there's one twenty fifth scale, but you will be able to drop some, definitely be able to drop stuff out of the back of it. We've dropped bits and pieces. We've dropped, you know, like um, parachutes for the video and we had lollies and we've had tokens and stuff like that. So we've we've, we've definitely dropped a lot of stuff out of the back of it. Mm
4: -hmm. In
1: regards to COG, we haven't really noticed that much because there's not that much weight in those little parachute guys. So it's not like we are dropping, you're not dropping like 400 grams of weight or anything like that or whatever it might be. Yeah, the, the the calculations in the northern hemisphere, but we'll save grams. Okay. Um, so really, I mean, like as I said before, guys flying with a three thousand turning it front to back in the in the front of the battery bay, there still having plenty of, you know, it's a little bit nosier, better than a nose heavy, but it's um, it still flies perfectly fine with that extra weight in the nose. So.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Well, so my uh, answer is. You'll probably tell me what you're going to throw out the back of it and have fun. So it's
0: um, yeah, yeah we're, we're definitely going to find out. Uh, like I said, I've got the the little tanks and everything. We're we're putting them in there, and I'm going to try to maybe try to squeeze a camera in there if I can somehow. But we yeah, we're we're going to give it a shot. We're going to see what the, we can get out the back end of this this
1: thing. I just. I- I can't wait until someone puts the rockets on the back and fires it off oh, like a blue one. Oh, jeez. Jano, Jano, this
2: was asked. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think they have any rockets on it, but someone will do it.
1: Yeah, Someone, please do it. They need to do it. I just, yeah, I want to do it, but it's like, hmm, not allowed. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and, I, and I will it's say it. as far as – uh, well, again, when the plane gets released, we'll throw some pictures out there. I was uh, really amazed, actually, at night how bright the lights are, like the, the two lights coming out of the main uh, gear there, the two lights in yeah, the we wings. Sent,
1: we, we sent one over to, um, to, to the boys in Slovenia mm-hmm. uh, Robert and, and, and Captain Blaz out there, and um, they sent some photos back, and the, it, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. We were like, are oh, they that bright? I showed yeah. Ian, and I was like, I think they've done a bit of Photoshop here. And he's like, no, that's it. And I'm like, nah. And I was like, wow, <laughs> they really are that bright. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, and obviously, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see some more, obviously, releases of images in the next few days. We've, we've got a lot to release coming out. Like every day we're going to have a photo of the C-130, which is now a free-for-all basically for us
4: mm-hmm.
1: after we've released it and after it goes, you know, to, to the to the people who are, uh, you know, who, the winning entrants. And as soon as they start to purchase these aeroplanes, then we're going to see more and more photos. So we've seen some some pretty cool stuff so far and it's just the tip. So we're, it's going to be unreal. Yeah. It's really It'd be a, a, such an exciting time for us to see these airplanes produced.
0: Right. Uh, I think one of my questions is, you know, a lot of uh, people we talk to are developers. Like the plane comes out. And and yeah, it's good and we love it and it's everything we wanted. But there's always, they usually always tell us something that they wanted to change or something that they wanted to do that didn't make production. Is there anything on this plane, Steve, that you're like, ah, you know, it's fantastic? It's everything we really wanted, but there's a couple things I wanted to do or change. Yes. (laughs) That's always, yes.
1: No, no. I, I I really wanted the the sequencing gear doors to turn the lights off when they went up, and that we 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 didn't add that, and that that'll definitely be in the next one when uh-huh. we do go to the next. Because I, I like the idea of having the lights, like for instance, come on with the flaps. So yes. you've got your landing gear, and then you, you bring your flaps down, and the lights come on. Ah. And that's just a, um, and also, I wanted to do a camouflage version of the C one thirty, like the early. I suppose early H models with mm-hmm. with the strategic airlift, I wanted to do that color scheme in the Southeast Asian camouflage with the gray down the side. it's just that that color scheme is a c130 for me and that that color scheme I wanted to do you know so you know sack on the tail and everything else. so I wanted to do that scheme and and uh, that may be a future release in that ah. color scheme. If I if I get my way, we'll see what happens. It's obviously the the, the costs are involved. I mean, we, we then we have to do a another paint mold, yes. which is another so, and obviously that paint mold is it's it's uh, four colors. So you've got you know four different molds that have to go on to apply the paint. So obviously there's a, there's a you know a challenge there as well. So that's the one of the one of the reasons why we went with the grey, and when you know obviously with the, with the Blue Angels one that that's a big a cost there is a massive cost with the painting of that aeroplane. Yes. So and, not only are just yeah.
0: And and obviously uh, you know I I kind of noticed that too with the blue angel scheme, you know, all the extra little details, but it is actually the same price as the grey one, correct?
1: Exactly, yes.
0: Yeah. 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 Wow. Interesting. So
1: so the, the the hours that that goes into to making the C130, of obviously it's it's, it's a labour of love for us as well. We, I mean we wanted we wanted to see it. So it's it's one of those things that we had to do a C one hundred thirty in the Blue Angels colour scheme. We had to do the Fat Albert mm. because it is just such an iconic airplane. Yeah. And a lot of people know that airplane for its air show and, mm. and for what it does and, and for also for what it represents as well. Yeah. Like you know, the the US Navy Blue Angels has been around for a long time and and um You know, there's a lot of history there, and it it represents so much for the U.S. Armed Forces as well. Yeah.
0: Now, the question is how – I mean, there's so many different schemes out there. Like, how did you guys say, okay, we're going to do these four schemes, you know, the Charlie Webb or or whatever? How does you guys, like – do you just sit down, a group of you, and, you know, find your favorites and go, okay, this is what we're going to do? Or do you look at color? I mean, how does Uh, that come about?
1: I ended up, like I said before, I spoke to one gentleman in particular in regards to the Charlie West scheme in the early days and he helped me with the design and that's something that I wanted to do. So I I picked out an Air National Guard scheme Mm -hmm. and it it just happened to be Charlie West and – I really don't know much about the aeroplane myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then getting some extra detail and the colours right and all that sort of stuff and, and, and to make sure that it, that it works well. And that was just to represent the Air National Guard because they do a lot with the C-130. Mm-hmm. So we had to do an Air National Guard. The US, the other US scheme was the Shark's Mouth and I just like Shark's Mouth. So ah. we just decided to do Shark's Mouth on the C-130.
3: Yeah,
1: um, It just looked cool and I was just like, yeah, let's do a Shark's Mouth. Um, the next was the Netherlands and obviously we have the Netherlands event, which is Hobbiking Live. Yep. And we wanted to do something special for the Netherlands event. So we did at the last HK Live event, we had a C-130 in their colour scheme and it worked well and it was, you know, the response was nice. So we thought let's just do a Netherlands one and it worked really well and it, and it looks fantastic. So that's what came out. And then – we have to do one which is a little bit left field, like it's unusual. So we've gone with the Royal New Zealand Air Force, ah. which is a complete random, unusual, you know, as we say here in Australia, the other side of the ditch. <laughs> um, and, and you know, they're, they're, they're like our long lost brother anyway, or cousin or unusual stepbrother. But the, the the New Zealanders have a connection with the Australians for many, many years in the armed forces. Um, my grandfather was a New Zealander who fought and, and flew with the Australian Air Force. Mm-hmm. So there's a little connection there with myself, so why not do a New Zealand Air Force? Um, the Australian Air Force are a different colour grey, so they've got two different colour greys, so we can't do it out of the box when I mean, we could, but then guys would have to apply a different colour scheme. Uh, same, with the, same with, the say, the Canadian or same with the Royal Air Force, I mean these would be additional color schemes and that that's what we wanted to do as well to have that option later on so yeah that that was the thought process for the decals Hmm. uh here's a
0: here's a good question
1: so, yeah, basically it's all on me if it if it fails
0: which is <laughs> <laughs> here's a good question though it's interesting uh Jeremy Salt wanted to know has the Blue Angels seen this and if they did have they said anything or reached out to you
1: um Not as yet. Hmm. We are extremely interested to speak to the Blue Angels. Yeah. Let's just say that.
0: Right, right.
1: That would be fun. We have, um, yeah.
0: Uh, Another question I have for you, and I don't know if if you guys really do this, but if you're out and about or you're at a show or an event, and obviously there's other developers and other companies there, has anybody else from – other places, you know, said, "Wow, you, you know, good job, guys! You, you nailed it!" Or we didn't sh- think it could be done that well, or anything like that. Any but other companies or developers reached out to you about this project?
1: Um, I, the only person I've spoken to was obviously in in, um, in the Netherlands when we had the HK Love and I saw Stuart. Stuart was looking at the product, and he was mm-hmm. like, "That's pretty cool." Mm-hmm. It's um because he Stuart was there in the early days of this product. Mm-hmm. Stuart was around when we originally thought of the C130. Um, he didn't see it at CNC or didn't see the early production or anything like that. But he actually knew the, of the C130. Um, and then when he saw it, he was like, "Yeah, well done, guys! Like that was nice." Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's always good to see. You know, um, you know, uh, uh, you know. The the best thing about it is to actually get their feedback. And there's, there's a, a car manufacturer in China who did this, which is fantastic. Um, they brought out a, a really, really ugly and disgusting car, and they they asked all the other um, car manufacturers to come in and give them their point of view and what they thought about it and a suggestion box. And then they went back to the factory and ended up bringing out a, a ute by Great Wall, which was uh, a car that represented everything that these people had told them to do. So it was very, very. Oh smart. wow,
0: that's so funny. <laughs> it was great. Mm,
3: interesting.
1: So, so, um, so the, I mean, definitely, feedback from the community is is it, is it's the best feedback you can get. If anyone can give you suggestions on how to fix something and, and it works, then of course you're going to take it on board. Like, the, and this is how the development has come along, and you've, you guys have seen a, a massive springboard in, in the development, like from. Where we were with DPO foam models five years ago, yes. to where we are. The, the technology and, and the different styles, in, in you know, like we, we touched on it, wing connectors and also with, you know, wing bolts and the way that, you know, even like clips for bits. It's just every time we do something, something new is added to the aeroplane. And we briefly touched on this at work the other day. And I was just, just saying that with every design that we do, there's always a, an advancement in the model,
3: mm-hmm.
1: sorry, in the industry, that because you have a one to two year manufacturing time, sometimes those new technologies can't be put into that model that you've already developed. So, like a computer or like anything of technology these days, phone or whatever it might be, by the time you release it, you've already got your next models, which are advanced. Already in the stage of planning. Right. So it's, 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 it's very, um, yeah, it's, it's always a challenge to bring out something new with a lot of, you know, innovation because sometimes those innovations have already been leapfrogged by next innovation. So it's, it's, it's because you have that, that delay of, of production. Yeah. You have to to draw the line.
0: Yeah. Okay. So now that the C 130 is out, we know it can be done. Where's the C5 on the list where the nose opens up and, uh, you know. We-
1: <laughs> man, I don't yeah, I, I, can't, I can't find anything attractive about the C5. I used to come out here to Richmond and I was just like, man, that is just one ugly-looking airplane. <laughs> no, no disrespect for anyone who flew on the C5 or served on the C5. I'm sure that they're nice, really nice people. But, oh, uh, man, give me a star any day. Ah. Yes. But, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The C117. Uh, but in all seriousness, I, I'm really hoping what you guys have done with this and, you know, the technology the next, and, and yeah, what's what are these yeah. other companies going to do next? Now, that, you know, you guys, I think personally have stepped up the game on this. Uh, are we going to see more planes like this or maybe some uh, I know a lot of us that oh, we've talked yeah. to have been begging for a co- uh, commercial jetliner of some sort, you know, and now we you know, I think it can yeah. be done.
1: The commercial jetliners are always interesting because, they've, you know, you've got a very thin wing, which is designed for high-speed efficiency. Mm-hmm. Now, you put that in a foam model, which is not going to fly anywhere near as fast, or as, and, and, and guys want to throw them around as well. Like, they want to be extremely maneuverable. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that's a massive challenge. I mean, you can bring out an airliner and it, and it looks completely unscaled and then it flies really well. But like, airliners are tough, man, and you've got to build them big. Like, they've got to be – and that's a big aeroplane. Yeah, like you, look, like like if you were to bring out a, a like for instance a 757 in in one point six meter, it's going <laughs> kind of to it look yeah. really silly. Uh, but I don't, And then also you've got the wheels. Like you look at a seven four seven wheel, and I saw, um, I can't remember who the company that brought out the three meter or the the V of the three meter seven four seven Windrider? No, I can't remember who it was now. It was no uh, – might have been HSD or something like that. But anyway, they, they've released this video and this thing, is, it's enormous. And I think it runs on four 5,006 cell packs. Oh, jeez. One per motor, right? Man, I mean, like you just add up how much those batteries just cost you. And that's, right. like, that's, that's as much as a C130. It's right. like for just for the batteries. It's like, I don't know. So, I mean, a, a lot of things have to take into account. Then you've got all those small wheels, man, to, to mm. run on – and like yes. not, not all of us, not all of us fly off a, a beautifully manicured, prepared you know runway or an asphalt. You know, I mean, a lot of guys fly off grass or parks, so you, it's it's got to be a, a balance there for sure. But man, I'm, one of my favourite four engine airplanes of all time is the Orion. I, I love that airplane. It looks fantastic. Yes, yeah. hmm. and and. I think we've we've just finished flying the Orion in Australia, and, and it's got a very similar engine nacelle to the C one hundred and thirty. I keep saying to Ian, "Let's do an Orion, man. Let's do it." <laughs> <he's just> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I really don't know what, what's what's next on the on the cards in regards to, to big airplanes or four engine or more. Mm-hmm. And it'd be great to see. Like my grandfather flew in Lancasters, and it'd be nothing better for me to do a one point eight middle Lancaster. But it's it's you know. We've got the C-130. We have to see – I mean, it's, a, it's a, an exercise too. Like we have to see how it works for us as well and we have to see how it's responded. We know it's going to be popular but how popular we don't know. And and that's a challenge when you bring out any new airplane is is how is it going to sell and how is it going to be received in the marketplace. You don't know until you release it. Right. You can have all the people in the world say so they want to buy one. I mean, if they – it's up to the time of release when people start to buy it, then you understand how popular or unpopular that airplane is. So it's a, it's a big challenge.
0: Right. Um, mm. A couple other questions coming in. We've had a few of them. 3D printed files for this thing. Uh, any plans down the road for any 3D stuff, I don't know, like guns or extra antennas or, or radar, or po- anything like that?
1: Yeah, we're, we're looking at, um obviously – and, and this has been something that we've learnt from, and, and Motion RC have done extremely well with their 3D printed bits and pieces, like the guys at Tired Iron have always gotten, I've, I've got some, you know, some ideas from, from these guys to do some bits and pieces on my own planes, which has been fun. And, and it, it's all about the community and it's all about what other people can bring to it. Obviously, we can do add-on pieces, but they're going to be more expensive. And the technology now with 3D printing and everything else and guys are the accessibility with 3D printing. There's no reason why this can't happen.
4: Mm-hmm. We're
1: obviously looking at the gunship is one of the first things that we want to do. We're looking at files now. And we're, we're looking at designs now to do add-on bits and pieces for the for the gunship. So, so yes, def- definitely there has to be something that we add to this aeroplane to make it next level, mm-hmm. obviously. Not just that. You've got cockpits. Guys are going to probably want to do cockpits as well and put little, you know, scale cockpits in the front of these things and, yeah, there's so much to do, man. I mean, you can – yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I, c- I can't wait to get this thing in the air, hopefully, or, uh maybe even later today, possibly. I think the winds are finally dying down. It's not raining or snowing or sleeting, but, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I just can't wait. You
1: know what? I fly it with 100% throws on everything and 30% expo.
0: I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah, 100%. And that's exactly what I have in my radio. I was just guessing. Usually, if I'm not sure, I put 30% expo on everything. But, yeah, 100% rates.
1: Yeah, just as much as you can give it, and you'll appreciate it. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It'll it'll go okay. Even you can go down to 15% on the ailerons. Mm Mm-hmm so it's um yeah um and in regards to flaps and any sort of when you deploy the flaps you won't notice much a a little bit of lift will be increased but you can push through that pretty easily just with a little down elevator or you can mix it in but you won't really need to once it's in flight Mm
3: -hmm. it's
1: it's nice a bit of nose up attitude when it comes into land and that sort of stuff so Mm. you won't really in any flaps and any elevator with a flap so it works really well mm-hmm.
0: uh now like uh, coordinated turns I, i'm i'm really lazy and i dial in uh mix in my ailerons with my rudder uh does it need quite a bit of rudder then with the turns
1: it does it, it does it does um it does appreciate it's got a really big rudder on the back so when you when you do go into those turns and really kick it around it's it it obviously, with every nearly every airplane, you've got to fly a little bit of rudder, I yes. think, anyway. But yep. guys get lazy, like just mix in 25%. Mm-hmm.
3: There
1: you go. As, okay. as, that's normal rule with this thing. And then the, the rudder just starts to – but you can actually do some cool stuff when you come towards you. I've done it a couple of times now. And just full left and right with the rudder and the tail swings around like it's like a lot of fun. And then it's Oh, just, wow. Yeah.
0: It's like coming in on a nice slip on a crosswind or something. yeah. Oh.
1: Uh, it's, yeah, a little a bit of fun there. But anyway, it's um, yeah. the stuff we do, I suppose. When you think you're performing at an air show or something, when you're flying <laughs> one of those arseas, awesome <laughs> it's, it's all fun and games. Right. It's good. But low-level stuff is pretty cool. Like the low passes, we've got a couple of shots in that video where it's like nice and low and it's yeah, a lot, a lot of fun just to have it, you know.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah,
1: it, it's, You're going to have a ball. You could, As I said before, you, you're going to love it. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's a great era.
0: Right. Wow. Uh, i trying to think. Of, Andre, do you have any other questions of this beast? Jeez, uh, outside of um, – I think we hit a lot of stuff here. Uh, if anybody on Facebook, this is your time. Uh, if you want to know any more here about the uh, the C-130, get your questions in. I know Steve's probably getting tired. Uh, a lot of people, too, here on Facebook Live uh, wanted to know if we could talk a little bit about the, the Avio Spitfire, if you had any more information or anything about the Spitfire.
1: Yes, it'll be released straight after the hype of the C130. So we're not that far away now. Okay, um, it's actually it's it's in it started to filter into warehouses. So it's nearly into all warehouses. There's only uh, last time I checked, there was like one or two warehouses that no, no, I think one that needed the stock. Um, and then we're basically it's 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 ready to go. And that's another fantastic aeroplane as well. It's been a long time coming. Um, yeah, so it's uh, we're looking at probably. The way that we're, it runs through, hopefully by the end of the month, we'll have the, the Spitfire done. So mm-hmm. it's um, the C-130 was in front of the Spitfire a little bit just in regards to production and, and shipping dates and everything else. So we've had a lot of fun trying to get the, the, the Spitfire out. And I know a lot of guys have, you know, RC groups and I get I get smacked every time I talk about the Spitfire, so I don't even bring it up anymore. Right. And, and it, is, it is my favourite aeroplane of all time, so it's hard for me not to talk about it because I know how cool this aeroplane is, but – I've sort of been a little bit quiet in regards to responses and stuff on the on the Spitfire, but it is coming. It is coming after the C one hundred and thirty, and it will be out before the end of the year. So let's just say that. Mm-hmm. How does that? Cool. With me? So yeah, it's um yeah a very very cool subject, and it's it's been a long time coming. Like I said, so yeah,
0: right. Uh, one question coming in. Uh, about flight time i believe you were telling me on a twenty two hundred four cell roughly around four minutes to be safe but you guys were actually yeah, pushing almost we, almost seven minutes if you didn't care about your yeah, batteries
1: we, <laughs> yeah we, we push it out for the displays and stuff like that and i've got to be reminded by the camera crew and i are like well how's your battery going i'm like yeah it'll be fine <laughs> it's uh, and then, ooh, you know, yeah. there it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially especially the graphene, it's like it, they just drop off a cliff. It's like plenty of power and then just boom, nothing. You know? <laughs> yeah. But how does that, it glide in? I was just, like, yeah, you know, yeah.
0: Great question, Andreas. So that was my next one. You know, dead stick. What does this plane do? Floats. Does it?
1: Nice. It floats. Even nice. when you come in, you, it's that. That's one thing I will say when you come in and land, you, the slow speed is just, it just, it, just floats and floats it's like you got to push it down to get it on the ground it's it's pretty cool nice i like um, those i like that i've gotten used
2: to that kind of flying where you actually you know i've got to drive the thing in but you know it's nice that you can uh,
1: slow it back you can hold it off on the mains right to the end and just hold it right off as hard and just keep the wheel the nose wheel up and then it just falls down on the nose so you can actually hold it right off wow it's um it's a really nice plane to fly I haven't really found any bad tendencies. Obviously, it stalls. We've had it up and we've thrown it into a stall and it mm-hmm. recovers and that sort of stuff. So we've done all that sort of stuff. I've had it, yes, it will do a loop. Yes, it will do a roll. Um, it does do, I've had it, yeah, climbing vertically and stall and spun and all sorts of funky stuff. So you can do all that stuff. So it's um Yes. But obviously in the video we don't really want to show it doing any sort of unusual right. rolls and, and stuff like that because it's a C one thirty, it doesn't do it. <laughs> yes. It doesn't, no, oh actually it, it did do a it did do a a, a roll, a loop at Farnborough. So the last Farnborough apparently one of the C one thirties got up and did a near loop or a loop. So I'll have to I'll have to do it now. Just to show that it can actually do it.
0: Okay, I'm going to reiterate a few things for some people joining us late. Uh, price, again, looks like low uh, 300s for the international, uh, mid 300s for the U.S. office. Yes, it does fly on a four-cell. 2200 is recommended. You guys have went up to about a 3,000. Yep. yep. Um, oh, somebody asked, how does it handle losing one or two motors? We don't even want to talk about that because it's not going to happen. Uh, wingspan... <laughs> Wingspan is 62 inches actually, or 1600 millimeters. Go ahead, Steve.
1: It actually doesn't drop the motor. It doesn't drop when it gets to a flat battery. It'll it'll start to decrease power to all four motors. Okay. So it's um, um the amp the ESCs are an 18 amp ESC. Mhm. So they're not very big, but they power 4s perfectly. Mm-hmm. Nice. So any guys with any dramas about oh, I need to have 50 amp ESCs, it just relax, guys. It's it's all good. It so all right. works well. We're all, we're, we've set the power up to make sure it all works, so it's, it's perfect.
0: Yeah, because nice. uh, yeah, we've had some questions come in already, like can we run it on 6 cell? And I was like, no, 4, four no, cell yeah. is, is – I, I think they're going to be
1: – I had this conversation with someone about 6S the other day, and he goes, yeah, but it's got four engines. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have the time. But no, it, it's um, – yeah. The the guy's argument was it's a big aeroplane with four engines, so it needs success. I was like Okay. for <laughs> why? Yeah.
2: Do yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man, I don't know. like so, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, <laughs> uh let's see. I'm too
1: tired to answer that question right now.
0: Right. <laughs> um looking through here. Uh, I think that's about it steve i think we have covered just about everything um
1: we're excited uh, yeah no look it's an extremely it's an extremely nice airplane it flies really really well it's it's going to be well received in the community and i can't wait to see what you guys are going to do with it and the color schemes and everything else it's going to be so much fun um jump onto facebook there's an avios c130 club oh yes look it up
0: just got just jump on
1: yep Join in that and we're gonna be sharing some photos on there of other people's models and it's it's a it's a club, man. I reckon we can get this thing really cranking. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome to see. Just the different schemes, and, and yeah, and I, so I think
2: that's what we're going to enjoy the most. I think this mm-hmm. is going to be your first, you know, really customizable where people can put that touch on it because of everybody, everybody who has, you know, like at some point, a, yeah. and like you said, someone's life has been touched by a C-130. That is a really awkward oh. statement, but there you go, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's. Um, but everyone has, like, if you're in yeah. aviation, or if you know anyone yeah. who's, it's either you've either flown in it, or you've know someone who's flown it. Or you've seen it in air show, or you've seen it just fly over, or you've seen it on TV dropping out food to people in disaster. You know, it's just—it's an amazing airplane, and it's going to be so much fun to see everyone do whatever they can with it. It's going to be cool,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Really um, for- oh, Bill Decker—he cracks me up. Six Cell C One Thirty Ixler. <laughs> 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 uh, let's see. Sure was thought there was one more in here, but. Um...
1: I should put reversing props on it though just for fun.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah just for fun. Because uh, small, quick, little, a small quick s- little Yeah, quick little story. <laughs> um uh, years and years and years ago, after I got my pilot's license and stuff, I worked at a fixed base operator, and we had a lot of military aircraft used to come in. And a group of C-130s come in, and we were talking to them on the radio, and we didn't really have a whole lot of room for them. And we were trying to explain where we wanted to park, and they're like, "Oh, no, no problem. We'll we'll get them in there, and you know, no problem." And they taxi in, and they pull up, and I'm like, "How are they gonna park where we wanted to park?" Nope, threw that baby respect. right in reverse and backed those planes right up and put them in a spot. And I was just, you know, I was a young kid at the time, and I was like, wow, that was just amazing that they just put that thing yep. in reverse and backed them up. I couldn't believe it. Yep. So
3: yeah one, uh, of my, one of
1: my, yeah, one of my first memories of a C-130 is um, at the air shows that we used to have out here. And they used to put an air race up so they have like a, a Huey racing a caribou racing a c-130 racing a maki and then racing a mirage and they would all fly around in like a circle and the c-130 would just be at like 60 degree bank angle and just turning around <laughs> oh. on the airfield and it was just the the best thing to see as a kid and just to have that yeah so yeah it's uh had to be made as an rc plane
0: mm. Mm. um oh real quick Fred Provost has joined us I just wanted to tell him that uh if he wants to look in the studio I found this c130 at a swap meet for like 175 bucks <laughs> so I uh, just wanted to
1: let him know uh, anyway oh
2: dear and before uh, we
1: go I've got to, before we go because yep. i am gonna because go, it's 10 to three yep so like, you know. All- and the back here, behind me. Look at that. Do you know what that is? Mm, the buffalo. I know what that is. Hey, the buffalo. Yes. Can I have a the buffalo. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah, because actually, somebody—I think Bill Decker was just asking about the buffalo, so we had some questions about it. So now we get to see it. So obviously, this must be coming close to fruition.
1: Oh yeah. So the, bu- the buffalo will be very soon as well. The next one from JuraFly.
0: Oh, look at that little thing.
1: It is really cool. It's very tough. It's very tough. This airplane is like a nugget. It is so strong and so tough. It is sensational.
2: I can't wait. And look at Felix. Felix, the cat. That is so nice.
1: So, in there, we have a 2203 cell tucked up in there. Mm. Fits in there nice and neat with a 40 amp ESC, ready to rock and roll, bolts together really quick. Tail glues on and then you're ready to go. Underneath the bottom here you have the tail, uh, the leaning skid. Yep. So yep. The, the front and rear. If you can see that. Yep. And then, yep. then hand, so you can handle it. And then you awesome. just play and away you go. So hey, that plane will do well in the winter. Uh, it, it is and it flies. <laughs> <laughs> it flies really nice. It's it's uh it's a rock solid little performer. It's pretty cool. So for a little hand it's sort of Nice and fast on 3S, which is cool. It'd be an absolute rocket on 4S, but it doesn't need it. And yeah, so up front, we've got a 28 millimeter, um, I think it's a 1400 kV, then 40 amp and nine gram servos, and bang, it's nice and easy. And one of these cool little throw it and show it little planes. Nice, is that, color-
2: uh, sorry, 3S 2200 or 1300?
1: Uh, so that's the KV of the motor. So a, a 2200. Mm, perfect. In there, in there, I've got a 2200 graphene. Yeah, 2200 graphene stuck in the front there. So it's
2: nice. Nice, 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 nice.
1: That's so pretty cool. Absolutely. So
0: Love to see some of the little belly landers like this. Love it.
1: Yeah. And it's a tight, it's, it's a short couple, but it flies really, really well. We were so surprised from. From uh, from its first days of um, test flying, it that flew really really well, and um, it's uh, yeah. It had its challenges, but those challenges were definitely overcome. And then this mold here is fantastic; we love it. It's cool. It's very very cool Yeah, so that's the buffalo.
2: Awesome. Nice.
1: I like that. I awesome. like it. That. And
2: that's going to and and do we have a uh, a maybe date on that one?
1: Um.
4: Soon.
1: Love <laughs> 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 oh, um, answer. Love that answer. It could be part of the stocking filler range. Let's just say that. So uh, oh, hopefully, With, um, it's 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 coming. So we're just waiting to to, to see it arrive, and then once it there, then then it'll be out. So that that's the buffalo. But the buffalo has been announced for a while or been seen for a while. So <laughs> I just thought. I'd, Show you guys that one there, and then after the Spitfire, we have next year. We've got a few new releases coming through, and obviously one of those is the Albatross, which we've already yes. shown. Yes, and it's that um, 1.6 meter wingspan flying boat, which is um, very chunky. It looks massive in comparison to the C130, but it's the same wingspan. Wow. And, it, and it looks so big when you see it. It's like that's just ridiculous. But it's um, yeah, it, it's it's a very nice flying airplane. And in fact, one of the guys in the UK office was flying it and doing rolling circles.
0: No. Really? <laughs> so wow!
1: It's it's got it's got a lot of power. It just runs a 4S, but it's got the same power setup as the bushmill.
3: Mm-hmm. Nice. Wow. It,
1: okay. Uh, okay. And yeah, and it flies. Wow. It flies so well. So reversing uh, reversing props, obviously for your uh, for your water and that sort of stuff. I and mean, it's also got a rudder on it as well. But it. Um, Yeah, it flies extremely well. Very, very cool plane to fly.
0: Yeah, that would be great for you, Andre, in the winter.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can do the exclusive winter photo shots. There you go.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Let's see. Well, I think. I hope that covers all of the C one hundred and thirty. Oh, um,
2: that was awesome, Steve! Thank yes, you, thank yeah. you very much for all that. I think a lot of our, uh, our our listeners will really appreciate. We've been, you know, we've been talking about this for a while, but just yes. to have that in depth discussion about the aircraft and all the, the specialness to it. Yep, uh, yep. Um, we're pumped.
1: Yep, yeah, no, it's a very exciting airplane, and we're um, yeah, like we're over the moon with how it's turned out and how it's been received. Um. The, the 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 response that we've had from our online register has been phenomenal it has been amazing we were blown away and we were just like like we knew it was going to be popular but now we know it's popular awesome so we awesome. we're, we're talking in the thousands of people that registered it's just been amazing so wow. it's just been awesome it's all right very, very cool. yes
0: awesome Awesome, Steve! I, uh, it's a game changer. You guys knocked it out of the park. I mean, I, I'm not just saying that because we we've, we you know you're one of our uh, friends, I believe now, and you know in our circle. But it, literally, I was just blown away. I I'm not just saying it; it's unreal. I, I never thought it would be this good uh, quality it and is. everything. It's just just amazing. So, everyone, please, if you're slightly interested in the Big Four Motor C130, I mean, just just go. Go pre-order it because it it is just amazing. I can't say enough good things about it. Um, And thank you, Steve. You know for coming on. I know it's super super late over there. Let me check. Five
1: to three in the morning over here. Oh,
0: sorry. Sorry. Yeah. we got to get you out of here. So uh, we appreciate you coming on, uh, sharing all the information. Anybody out there, if uh, you do have any other questions or you can't get a hold of Steve uh, about anything, if you want to hit me up with a direct message or anything, let me know. I'll try to help you out and answer them the best I can. Uh, we will have should have this in the air very soon and get some uh, video and, and everything out to you and maybe get some more information about uh, our opinion, especially on the next show about how it flies and, you know, what we like about it. So, uh, and I'm going to try to pick it apart, Steve, I'll be honest. Uh, we're going to fly the daylights out of yeah. it and see, yeah. maybe try to find something I don't like, or, you know, I always try to, uh, uh, find, you know, pros and cons with every airplane and see what I can find with it. Hmm. So. And remember
1: to, to just follow us on also with our um, on the Hobby King forums as well. There's going to be some information on there coming up within, in regards to the products and and, and also the new release add on bits and pieces.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And then from there, you've got Avios Facebook page as well, where we're going to be posting on a lot of interesting information coming up very, very soon. And like I said, there's also the Avios RC. Fan club, which is going to be on, which is now just ticked over, I think, a few members, which is cool. And that is, is. there's going to be a lot of interesting content coming through there with the C 130. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: very, right. very cool time.
0: Fantastic! We love it. Uh, we got to run through some sponsor stuff and what we're doing next. So, Steve, if you want to go, that's fine. Go if you want to hang out, that whatever. I know it's super late, uh, so we're just going to run through a few things. But again, thank you very much for coming on, hanging out. We appreciate it and and just everything about it. It's unreal. I, I'm almost speechless. All right, guys. All right. Take Good.
1: Care and, um, see you next time.
0: Yes, we'll talk to you soon, Ciao, buddy. Take care.
1: See
0: ya. Oh see ya man fantastic fantastic there you have it uh steve coming on talking about the uh c-130 man andre just unreal unreal yep i'm pumped um okay real quick just run through some sponsor stuff um and then we'll get out of here and maybe we'll get go take the c130 for a flight uh, real quick if you like what we're doing uh, you like you know getting projects in like the c130 or whatever please go help us out go to patreon.com slash RC after hours uh, help us out like I said we've talked about numerous times a dollar uh, you know that you can scrape out of your car a month uh, that really helps us out and it helps keep the show going helps get people like Steve in here to talk about products uh, and so you know help us out Anything uh, definitely helps. Go check out patreon.com slash rcafterhours. And then last but not least, we got to throw in Get FPV real quick. Uh, they've really stepped up and, and helped the show keep going and, uh, you know, signed on for like six months to help, help things go. So please go check out GetFPV.com. Free shipping on most all orders. Daily deals. This is one thing, especially with Christmas coming up, uh, and the holidays and everything They have daily deals Almost you know different things On on a daily basis So go check out their daily deals And find something that you like And buy your buddy something for Christmas I don't know uh, but if you want to go spend $100, use our code Hours and you get 10% off your entire order. The other thing I want to announce, um, probably next show, we are going to give away some stuff from Get FPV. I think maybe some motor sets or anything, and we just got to work out the little details with Git and figure out how we're going to give them away. I definitely want to do something for our Patreon uh, customers So we're working out the details, but we are going to give some stuff away from GetFPV. I'm excited about that. So listen on the next show. We're going to take next weekend off. It is the holidays here in the state. It is Thanksgiving's weekend, so we will be off the air next weekend, but we'll be back with some um, new and exciting content after that. So please go check out GetFPV.com. Spend that $100 and get 10% off using the RC After Hours code. And That's it, Andre. I think we're out of here. Um, Great show. Uh, We got some more guests coming up here soon. Um, And I think that's it. How are you dealing with the snow? That was your first big snowfall of the year, right? Don't talk to me about snow. Oh, wait. (laughs) Oh Look. Oh yeah, talk about that a little bit, real quick,
2: if you want. Uh, yeah. So, what do you take when you got a set of uh, DuraFly Tundra floats and a uh, and a DuraFly Slow Poke? Well, you make a Snow Poke. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, let's see hold that thing up. Anyhow, I haven't flown it yet. Uh, I didn't get out flying yesterday, but it worked out really well, and it it should be pretty amazing when it actually uh, gets out there. CG felt nice when I was testing it. Threw in a big old 3s uh, 4000 and uh, it actually I, I posted a video on my social media and it actually rudder turned really well uh, comparing this just using the rudder and the and the force uh, and, and you know the airfoil. so yeah I'm, uh, I'm I'm looking so excited uh, to uh, get it out flying eventually once I have the chance so yes I'll be flying in snow for the rest of the winter yeah go, go go
0: go figure right so. yeah um, Chloe want to know if there will be an end of the year show wrap up I'm um, sure there will be we got a couple episodes uh, before them which we'll probably talk about uh, you know maybe find our plane of the year find out what products we like uh, for the year and what we've been enjoying flying and that kind of stuff and hopefully Mike should be back in by then, by then. maybe we'll get some more people in the studio for that uh, and have a big show so yeah we'll definitely do a, uh, a year end wrap up for sure um, Still questions coming in with a C-130 Well we're about at the end of the show So you might have to go back and listen uh, One question is Will it be available in the states Yes uh, they're talking um, By the end of the month no. By the end of the just month Canada. Ho- Yeah just Canada Um, Yeah hopefully by the uh, end of the month It should be um In there for sure So alright that's it We're out of here show's over um, we're gonna get some food and whatever mm. else we want. I think you're probably uh you don't. Is it time for a shot, Andre?
2: <laughs> oh, you're mean. You're mean. I, I know. Oh man, I'm cold. It's cold down here, and it's winter. Yeah, I hear you. So,
0: <laughs> all right. If I can get the right outro music here, my phone's not working. Come on, nothing wants to work. Uh, here we go. All right. So thanks, guys, for joining us. We're out of here. Uh, Maybe it's still not. What's wrong with the phone today? Come on, gee whiz, nothing. <laughs> it's like all right, everything else. Uh, hang on one second. I swear I'll have it. Here we go. All right, finally. All right, thanks, thanks everybody for hanging out and joining and enjoying the show, hanging out on Facebook Live, getting all your questions, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Geez, always.